Do I have to introduce myself? Uh, the, uh, you can say what you gotta say. Okay. Welcome to the Traco Strong Talks podcast. I'm here with my guest, Galise. She's my sister. Hi. Uh, this is gonna be technically episode two. First episode was a two-parter, so on the podcast it's gonna be labeled as episode two. So yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself, Kalise. Um, I'm Kalise, Kevin's little sister, and yeah. Tell us a couple things about yourself. Um, I like the color green. And Which is also my favorite color. Yeah, we got the same favorite color. And yes. I'm in high school, I'm a senior, I'll graduate in May, obviously. What yeah. high school did you go to? Or are you going to? I'm going to Posting View High School right now. And it's whack. Is it whack? Yeah. It's kind of good. Would you rather be going to any other high school? To be honest, no. Like, I would, like, it's stupid, but I wouldn't trade this high school for the world. Because That's how I felt when I was going to high school. Yeah. So, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, it's chill, though. It is. Yeah, it is a pretty chill place. Mm-hmm. Where's your fucking ashtray? Having a podcast. Well, and what prompted you to say, "Hey, I want to be on an episode"? Well, you texted me. And you were like, "I have a podcast," and then you were talking also about a competition. But you were like, "I have a podcast," and I was like, "So cool! Can I be in it?" Because I like talking. <laughs> and you said yes, and then I told my friends about it, and only one of them got really excited and has been asking me over and over again when I'm gonna do it. Did you or I suggest we talk about this stuff? We talk about this stuff? The stuff that we're gonna talk about. You suggested we're talking about this. I just suggested I be in the podcast. Okay. That works. Yeah. Alright, awesome. So let's dig into it. Um, For those who don't know, uh, our parents divorced uh, when I was uh, around 22. Kalise was about 12, 11 or 12. Yeah. Yeah. We were 11 years apart. Yeah. Wild. So, yeah, yeah, it is wild. Seems like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, explain the, explain the difficulties of divorce and what, and what it did to you. Well, well, the way I found out, okay, I think with divorce, you should sit your child down and tell them what's going on because the way I found out was through reading my mom's text with my dad and it was just it was just wild and then I like was like dang this is what's what is happening and then I was like then then there I was sat down and at the time um Kevin was he was like in basic were you in basic one day I was in a basic when they divorced I was no we were just, we still had the house and everything yeah. uh, when I came back oh, yeah. it was when I arrived to my first year it was when it was when you know the talks with divorce started yeah so I didn't even know until my dad called me up and said hey uh, I can't do it anymore yeah. so uh, he was like you can go ahead and call me an asshole and I was like no no man you gotta sometimes you gotta take care of you but I'm just one of the person I'm concerned about is Kalish right now. Yeah. You and your mom, you and mo- you and uh, my mom can handle yourselves, you know. Yeah. So yeah, tell me what went through your mind when that, um, when all that happened. Like, what was, 
What were thoughts that you actually remember? At the time, I remember wishing that you were home. Okay. Because I felt like yeah. alone. Um, but overall, I think like as like my age, the like how old I was, I handled it pretty well because not once did I blame myself. And I remember that because like so you never, you've never said, hey, it's probably because of me and yeah, stuff? No, because as a kid, I was just kind of, because they would always. You were oblivious. Yeah. They, would, they they didn't have a normal marriage, Mm-mm. stuff like that. They're always yeah. at each other's throats. So I just assumed that was it. You, that was you, sir, you basically, that was the path leading to, leading to the divorce. Yeah. So I kind of was like, well, I kind of expected this one, you know, and not common it, it's not common for kids to grow up like you did and have a have that mindset towards it yeah um but it was it was overall like when dad like did the i chilled with mom this it was it was i don't know i remember i remember like a lot of the times wishing that either like you were home or um like just someone was there because I remember when Lupe would visit yes I like attached myself to Lupe coming over because that was like my one outlet away from like mom and dad yeah and yeah she was she, she definitely she definitely was great for that I could never thank her enough for that Lupe for you guys for, for those who don't who don't know is my wife she was back then she was my girlfriend uh, we were we were dating while in my first stint in the army mm-hmm. it wasn't until after I re-enlisted we got married yeah. But yeah, I can never thank her enough. She was actually the one who held everything together. Mm-hmm. And she carried a burden that she had no business carrying. Mm-hmm. And she's still... Yeah, I'm not, had, no, no business carrying the burden sounds sounds pretty bad. She did, she did something that she didn't have to do, is yeah. what I'm trying to relate. Yeah. So, yeah. So now, with that, talking about the divorce, did you feel like... Did you feel like you had to pick sides yes oh definitely yeah because like seeing both of them on like different days i just whenever i would ask to see one longer i would feel bad yeah it's like i didn't want to pick sides i know but make favorites you know so a big one one thing i could tell you with that is like if you want to see your dad you want to see your dad yeah that's your dad if you want to see your mom, you want to see your mom. Mm-hmm. That's your mom. Yeah. So you don't, there's no reason to pick sides. You don't have to, uh, whatchamacallit, you don't have to, like, pander to whatever one feels about the other because those aren't your feelings. Yeah. You're not the one, you're not the one that's getting the divorce. Yeah. So, yeah. And with me, I felt the same way. I understand your feelings about switching sides. Yeah. Um... But I remember feeling a resentment for a long time towards both of my parents. Yeah. Because just... Things are not the same anymore. Yeah. And I would, I just didn't... I obviously wasn't used to that. And I don't particularly like change. Yeah. Change sucks. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Well, just imagine you leave... You going out, leaving that... Leaving the two-story house and then coming back and you're... And we... You're yeah, you're 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 at, you're at Granny's house. Yeah. And the other parents uh, another way. Yeah. Which I was able to manage because I've been through the separation before. Yeah. yeah. 
so they they separated this was before you were born yeah so yeah so I, I felt like I had to pick sides, um, and it was it was weighing on me. I had a that's what separates me from you. I I, I sometimes blame myself too. Yeah. I I don't know. Yeah, it's in. But you can't look at a family that has had a divorce and say stuff is gonna be normal. Yeah. No, definitely. And that's not. the only thing you can accept. With other than accepting the divorce, the only thing that you can accept that she, is that stuff is not going to be normal again. Yeah. And that's what's gonna and that's what's gonna help mentally, help you mentally. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And um, with that, like I remember, like it was it was a while after, but when um I was introduced to like 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 a new girlfriend or a new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I remember feeling like awkward. Yeah, because I was like, um, like this isn't my mom or this isn't my dad. But you kind of you didn't want to flat out say it. Yeah, I I I didn't want to like I didn't want to like make them feel bad, but I also like wasn't comfortable with it at first. Yeah. But yeah, me neither. When I went to go, well. Like, like, I, Greg's a great guy, but yeah. it's just, it's not that he was the, uh, he was the, um, he's the issue, it's just he, like, it's, that's, uh, that's a, it's a different person, so now. Yeah. So now you have to get used to, like, yeah, a different person. Yeah, it's just something you have to get used to. Yeah. Like, yeah, but, in the same, in the same with, uh, in the same with, uh, Pops' new wife, and then his, his girlfriend, and then his other girlfriend, and then. Yeah. Other girlfriend. The one he has now is actually really good. Yeah. She's she's cool. Yeah. A couple girlfriends ago were the ones she was they're, they're pretty crazy. Yeah. Um He finally he finally ended up dating a white girl and that's that kinda held him down. Because he picks Mexican like they get crazy. It's, yeah. It's like something in the water in Mexico or something. <laughs> um, yeah. But I remember after um dad split off with that with Jessica. Yeah, Jessica. I was like mad at him for a little, not because like cuz he cuz obviously he separated me from Katie and I was like Katie was also another like anchor. Yeah, she was a Well, you you still hang out, out with her, right? And stuff. Yeah, occasionally, but she's like 2 hours away, so it's hard. But it, Katie was one of like cuz we had we were going through the same thing at the same time yeah like our parents these are new people so i think we like at first me kind of connected yeah at first me and katie like hated each other because it's like new person i don't like you and then we just clicked by playing like minecraft it was minecraft yeah it was vibes i it was vibes sounds like vibes yeah minecraft brings people together man that's what i've heard so now we're gonna now going into I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Minecraft mm-hmm. what activities did you do to help distract yourself per se well we'll, I call got, it that. we'll call it distracting yourself well I got really into like games like Minecraft and Call of Duty and stuff like that yeah. that really distracted me from everything 
Um, I remember like jujitsu for a while was also a thing that yeah kept kept my mind off of it, and it was I don't know it was also when mom let me do gymnastics. I just like it was it was nice to like you like being distracted from reality. Yeah, even though. Probably not good sometimes. I mean, activity-wise, yes, activities yeah. are good for. But if you're sitting there, you're sitting there playing a game, playing a video game, or watching YouTube, then that's just all that all that's gonna do is you're you're taking an artificial light in your room, and yeah. you're, you're not getting the proper lighting, vitamin D, and stuff like that. And that's what's gonna that's what's gonna that's what's just gonna open the door for stuff like depression, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because your your body supplements that's this need for for video games. For video games, open up your endorphins. You do them too much, and then you stop doing them. Mm-hmm. You sh- you complete you you completely shut down because you don't have anything to open up those endorphins. Yeah, that's what jujitsu was doing to you, opening up your endorphins. The worst thing you can do is not be active. Yeah, because all you're doing is shutting down your endorphins, your, the dopamine in your head, mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. I remember, like, not, like, hating jiu-jitsu for, like, the longest time, and I didn't, I don't think it's because it was, like, because I was active, I think it's because what I associated with, because when I started jiu-jitsu, it was both mom and dad. They were both there. Yeah, and then they dipped, and it was just, like, one, and I was, like, well. One and the other would show up and stuff like that yeah and I think like that led to like me the way I am now like you know how I don't like going outside and shit like that yeah you need to start going outside you're pasty as a mother I hang out with friends now so do you hang out with them outside uh yes Sometimes. Yeah, you guys go hiking and stuff. We get, no, we go to the, like the mall or something, bro. Is, is there an other outside mall in Arizona? Cause I don't remember there being. There's Santan Village. Oh, you're right about Santan Village. I did forget about that. Yeah. My foot's in my mouth. Yeah. But yeah. so keep, continue what you were saying. Oh um. Oh yeah um, but I feel like their whole like that played a big part in me not wanting to leave my room and like you just wanted to be in there and just yeah just sleep huh yeah that's that's depression yeah um also i don't know if this is like connected at all but mom whenever they argued mom or dad they just like send me to my room so i feel like that became like a space where I could be <coughs> you good? Yeah, I just choked on water. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, a space where that could be <coughs> like a um safe space. <coughs> essentially. So what you can you can tip you can contribute you contribute go into your room when stuff goes bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's why that's probably why you spend a lot of time in your room. Yeah, because that's where like my spaces, you know. Yeah. How many times have I tried to get you out of your room? Too many to count. Too many to count. <laughs> I used yeah. to. I used to train Kalisa to run marathons with me and Mutters, mm-hmm. and she only ran one, but she did a good job. 
we were proud of her, but she just decided no. Yeah. Which I wanted to push the issue, but I knew it probably wasn't a good thing. Maybe I'll do another one. Because that, that's, that, that, that's where pressure comes in. And people don't do well with pressure, especially when they got a lot on their plate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What uh, advice do you have for people going through? Going through divorce? Going through what? Divorce. All the stages that All you went stages through. That I went through? Yeah. I feel like my experience is different from a lot of people's experiences. Yeah, but, it, it, but I understand... I understand that, but with seven billion people in this yeah. world, there's there's, there's got to yeah. be at least one person going through each stage you went through. Yeah. So, persons right here at the table, there's a person for every stage of divorce that you went through. What well, would you tell them? Fight like okay. Well, figuring it out, like figuring it out, depending on whether you were sat down or like you had to find it out on your own. Um when you do find that out find an outlet that is not your parents Mm -hmm. someone you can go to that is neither of them because as much as like parents i love my mom and my dad but talking to them when they're going through a divorce is not like was not good because emotions take over emotion yeah and then there's bias there's hey be on my side hey be on my side this is this is this this and that you know so I would say find someone who can like help you find a good middle. Um, remind yourself that it is not your fault. Um, and like a good thing would be like to find like better outlets than I did when I went through like this. Yeah. Like, find like something that could take your mind off of it. Like be active. You know, don't fall into like a hole of. Don't sit in your room. Yeah. Yeah, like get out as much as you can. But there's still time for you. Yeah. You're 17 years old, so you're not you're not in a position where everything's over. It's only too late when you're six feet under. Yeah. That's the only time it's ever too late. Yeah. (laughs) So. Now with that, is there is there anything else you want to comment on on divorce? Um. Well, hmm. um, I don't have anything right now. Okay. Awesome. So, so I didn't, I didn't really have much to say about my experience with the divorce because when it, when it happened, uh, I was in the army, so I was constantly busy. I was constantly doing something. Every morning I would wake up, we would go on runs and stuff like that, and I had, I had that distraction that you didn't have yeah so me uh, I want to say that I'm an adult so it didn't really apply to me but but when I when I went home I definitely saw the difference and and all that and was affected by it but going back to work and and having all that busyness I was I was blessed to actually have have stuff to go to when I was going when when I was going back to the base and all that stuff so yeah, that that concludes the uh, that concludes the divorce portion of this. Now let's talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. What's your what's your uh, 
take on it? On mental health. Mental health. How important it is? I think it's extremely important. Mental health and like being aware of what's going on with you. I think that is like something that we overlook a lot. Yes. Like. Because you gotta fake a smile sometimes. Yeah. And I think that um, we. That's also something that a lot of us invalidate mm-hmm. when it comes to like, like. When, like some of us could reach out to someone and they could be like oh that's nothing oh that's nothing compared to this and that and that but everybody's like going through their own thing and yes like, yeah so empathy empathy is a big factor yeah. in this be empathetic towards uh towards others because you don't know what they're going through and and their version of being sad isn't your version of being sad mm-hmm. so you need to you need to try to understand yeah. what they're going through and be there for them. Yeah. If a kid stubs his toe, and that leads him to a path to where he wants to, to where he wants to uh, start cutting himself and killing himself, you need, you need to be empathetic towards that. Mm-hmm. If, like people like me, if I stub my toe, it's out and it's water under the bridge. But not everyone's mind works the same. Not everyone has the same upbringing as you. Yeah. Not everyone. Has, ate the same food as you, not everyone has grown up in the same country as you. Yeah. And all those factors, the best thing to do is try to see it from their point of view. Mm-hmm. So, your brushes with me- mental health, what have you, uh, what have you learned? Um, I've learned that, um, sometimes, um, like everyday tasks could feel like I lost my train of thought. I know you lost your train of thought. Our mom just walked in and like <laughs> totally lost her train of thought. So, so the question I asked was, with your brushes with mental health, what have you learned? Oh yeah. Okay. So what I have learned is that like everyday tasks could feel hard. You know, like like. Like getting out of bed, brushing your teeth, shit like that. Yeah. And I feel like we should, I feel like we should really pay attention to like people who like are saying like, hey, I'm having a hard time with this because like you said, like the stubbing toe could lead into, I think we should like find the root of why people are the way they are yeah so let's um let's play uh not play a game let's so you go to school with a lot of people mm-hmm. you, you know a lot of people I do. without saying any names do you do you know someone who has mental health issues that would be deemed like that would be deemed like not too serious to you, but serious to them? Um, to me, like, I take all of my friends, like, seriously. seriously. Like, okay. even if it's, like, like a small thing, okay. I, like, I tend to, like, go, hey, you're not crazy for this. Okay. We all feel like this sometimes. So, but with the average person, so would look at that and be like, hey, that's nothing, don't. Yeah. What, what, what is a mental problem that you experience with somebody you know that um a lot of like 
like invalidation like that's when I see a lot with everyone like like my friends will talk to me about how they try to talk to their parents but their parents will like brush it off as oh this is something like teenagers usually go through and like it could be and yeah but like yeah all these all these like kids want is like an outlet somebody to talk to Mm -hmm. somebody that will listen and tell them hey you're not alone going through this i went through this too so that's what I try or to do. Or I, I understand that you're feeling this way. I understand that you're going through this. Yeah. What can I do to help? Yeah. How can I open the doors to your betterment? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Okay. Like, I try to be somebody that my friends can go to when they're feeling this way. I also encourage my friend to my friends to tell me um, when, like, I do something that upsets them. Mm-hmm. So that, because a lot of my friends are very like non-confrontational. Like yeah. when they when they get upset, they won't say anything about it. And like I don't know, I feel like that's a big thing to like the way a lot of us are. Like we don't we don't speak. Yeah. We don't speak, but expect people to know. Yeah. Which is also, it would also be kind of a fault on your part. Mm-hmm. As, a, as a person who's going through something. Yeah. Why are people afraid to speak out? Because it kind of depends on experience. Like, sometimes it could be because their problems were swept under the rug. They feel like... They're, they're, they could, like, they could have been told that, oh, somebody's going through worse, you have no right to, like, be sad over this, or, you know, they just feel as if, like, they feel alone, you yeah. know? And, but there's also times where, like, you don't want to push your friends to tell you anything because maybe they're not comfortable talking about it or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Name a time you were uncomfortable with talking about something and you wish you would have. Um, one of my friends really upset me. Yeah. And they could tell that I was upset, but I reassured them and told them. That it's okay. Yeah, that it's fine. It's like, fine, I'm, I'm chilling, you know? Um, but at the time... I, I was not, yeah. And I do wish that I spoke and was like, hey, this made me uncomfortable. But eventually, like a couple weeks later, I did let them know how I actually felt. Anything happened when you didn't speak up? Um, the whatever I was uncomfortable with continued. Okay. So basically, somebody said something and they kept talking to, talking to yeah. you a certain way. Yeah. Which happens a lot. I can... Definitely see that happening. So, what's it like being a high school kid in 2021? In 2021, well, in my personal experience, everyone's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I feel like that's also like being a teenager. Like, oh, you don't want to talk to anyone. Everybody's so stupid, you know. Yeah. But 
like it's more from from things that I've heard before and the mindset I see other people like older people with who like went to high school a while ago it's more yeah. inclusive like there's a lot more support there's less um less like not like bullying I guess like out loud bullying's always gonna be a thing oh yeah definitely it's just less like like physical and more like yeah mental, mental. more like or like your words are gonna yeah words like yeah. speaking behind other people's back and stuff like that well, that's that's always my thing yeah uh, that's that's always been a thing since i was in high school since your dad was in high school since your mom was in high school yeah so yeah that's that's something you're never gonna run away from yeah it's how you it's how you handle it is what matters mm-hmm. and my advice somebody speaks behind you they're not gonna they obviously are not going to speak in front of you, so yeah. there's nothing. They just don't. Don't acknowledge it. Yeah. Because what people what people think is always going to be different from what you can do. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Your little friend group, how? Oh. How do you uh, interact with them? Okay, I have like five friends. Well, five people that I consider friends. Everyone else is like an acquaintance yeah. to me. But like my five friends, one actually lives with me, Trin. Love Trin. Trin's great. Yeah. Um. Then there's my two other friends, Paris and Kate. Um. They like we. This this is the friend that I go like every weekend. Yep. Me and Kate um, got like really close recently, and over the pandemic, yeah, and, like we realized that we had similar interests and stuff like that. And Paris, she goes to Florence, so Florence High School. Yeah, so we don't get to see each other as much as I would my other friends, but we still have like a strong bond. Those are good. Those are the best friends. Mm-hmm. We, me, you I see somebody every day, you'll start getting tired of them. Yeah. Then, um, there's Kiki and Leo, which I see Kiki in fourth hour and Leo in third hour. Yeah. And there's Saul, who doesn't go to our school. He just, I think, already graduated. Really? Mm-hmm. Saul? Saul. Do I know him? No. Okay. Um, Trin's boyfriend actually does him. Um, but yeah, and then there's my friend Alex. He doesn't go to. Um, okay. He he lives like an hour away. Um, but he, I interact with him through PlayStation. Okay. Yeah. And we're like, even though it's like a pretty spread out group, we like I still manage to interact with them normally mm-hmm. and stay friends with all of them. Okay. But we don't talk like every day which i think is healthy because like you said you'll get tired of them Mm -hmm. and all that yeah so activity wise what activities do you guys do um it outside the house outside it kind of depends on which who i'm with like with kate in paris we'll like be at kate's house watch videos sometimes 
will like play games stuff like that yeah and then with Trin obviously she lives with me but if we leave the house we'll swing okay yeah, or like walk around the neighborhood um okay. with Kiki and Leo um Kiki has a car so we'll probably like drive to like Chick-fil-A or something you know shit like Lord's that. Chicken <laughs> yeah <clears throat> and yeah that's oh and then again with Alex PlayStation yeah because we can't really see Alex a lot so that so are PlayStation friends real friends um yeah okay cool but I knew Alex in like third grade and we like recently reconnected okay let's talk about your future let's talk about what you want to do I want to be a Spanish teacher you want to be a Spanish teacher what prompted that um, in freshman year, my yeah. Spanish teacher, I was going through a lot freshman year, mm-hmm. um, and he was, like, he impacted, he was, like, there for me, you know, like, an adult that I could talk to. Yeah. Um, because everyone was, like, fighting. Yeah. Kind of. Everyone around you was fighting. There was a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. And so... He just made a really big impact on me, and I want to make that kind of impact on a child. Okay. I want to be there for the future of our nation. Yep. Yeah, being a teacher, that could be a good endeavor for you. Yeah. And or a therapist. I, I, I see big things in, in that. Yeah. And then you were talking, earlier today, you were talking about some kind of internship? Um, it was like like the place I go to for therapy uh-huh. um, they offered me to be an assistant yeah with them um, unpaid internship yeah. yeah and honestly that sounds nice I'd, I'd like to do that because I could also see myself being a therapist in the future because I take mental health very seriously and I would like I said like to help people in the future okay what in that avenue would you want to go higher in the upper echelons of mental health therapy like being a psychologist maybe child psychologist yeah that's something you'd want to do yeah especially like with everything i went through i have always like like a pattern i've realized with everything that i've gone through is that i always want someone to talk to and i want to be that person for someone i want to be the person they can go to when they need time away from everyone else so everyone needs somebody to talk to is what you're relaying to me is, um, is what you want to relate to everybody not everyone but i feel like everybody copes in their own ways and i want to and like you want to be a coping mechanism yeah i would like to be able to help people in the future okay awesome that's a that's a great endeavor and i really hope you pursue it yeah i mean you have all the time in the world too you're uh you're 17 you live with you live with mom mm-hmm. uh, you're not in a position where you need to be getting paid for anything yeah stuff like that yeah uh, you got your goal your goals are very are much more mature than the average kids goals mm-hmm. so yeah is there anything else you want to talk about anything any message you want to get out to people um um, there was something I had earlier, but I completely forgot. It was like... Oh, yes. Okay. It was like, we all cope in different ways. And don't 
be afraid to reach out even if you feel alone in life and mm -hmm. like don't be afraid to like speak to someone that you trust about your like what you're going through because like I feel like there will always be someone there for you and there will always be somebody who cares enough yes to listen to you even if you don't even if you don't even need advice and you just need somebody to listen to yep even though you even though you don't think there's somebody there there's always going to be somebody there who's yeah. willing to listen you just need to look a little open yourself up open those lines of communication mm -hmm. don't soak in your own room yeah because doing that will just make her problems worse yeah i can speak from experience she just raised her hand when she said that yeah <laughs> Well, all right, uh, this is the end of the uh, episode with my sister. I really hope everyone enjoyed it. Uh, last words, please. Hi, Alex. There you go. <laughs> Hi, Alex. Yep. The PlayStation guy. What do you guys play together? Um, Rainbow, Call of Duty. Rainbow, um, Call of Duty? GTA. What? Shit like that. Yeah? You like yeah. GTA? You still play GTA? Yeah. That game came out like... 2012 everybody was yeah everybody was happy to play that game and then it like 10 years later it's still the same game but it still costs the same it's because they're they're milking it for money they keep adding updates it's i don't really, know why they, they don't just make a new one but it's they okay. need they need to make a new one or remake san andreas i'd be happy with that yeah. rainbow six siege that is a ubisoft uh that's a tom clancy game yeah uh have you played Ghost Recon? Um, a little bit, yeah. What did you think of it? Um, I thought it was fun, but... Yeah, did you, I, did you enjoy the open-worldness? Yeah, I did. I, uh, Ghost Recon is my go-to. Yeah. you play Call of Duty? Yeah. Not uh, multiplayer, just zombies. Just zombies. Modern, Modern Warfare has zombies or not? Uh, no, I only have Call of Duty. Black Ops 3. Black Ops 3. Yeah. Is there still, there's still a zombies, uh, lobby that um, everybody plays on? Occasionally. You'll get those really those people who are like really good at the game but usually me and my friends just solo just like the two of us or oh y'all yeah, play us. online and stuff right. mm -hmm. oh yeah they just come over and play oh no 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 we play online uh -huh. but like we solo us just like me and them over a party which black ops three three yeah if you want it i'll give you my account information it i tried it with your account account information doesn't let me download onto my that's fucking hard yeah dude it sucks that we can't cheat the system. For real. Yeah. Well, so your gaming life sounds fun. Yeah, it's chill. Yeah. I don't play a lot of games anymore, though, because I'm always out with friends. Any goals? By the... Okay, set it. How about this? I want you right now to set a goal. What's the date today? Um, the, uh... The second, the third? Fifth. The fifth. Close enough. Okay, today is <laughs> September 5th, 2021. What is your goal for, what do you want to achieve by September 5th, 2022? Um, I want, I want to have like a, okay, so a year from now? I want to like be able to drive. Yes. And like. I hear you can't drive for shit. Yeah. What? I, oh, I can't turn. That's it. That's all I can't do. I make That's my turn. That's a big part of driving. Listen, I'm doing my best. I hit one curb. Only one. Anyway, um, I want to be able to like drive a 
on my own. I'll be 18 by next year. That's fucking wild. Um, but have like, I want to have a set goal because like I all I have right now is I want to be a Spanish teacher. I want a plan by next year. So set something. So you want a plan. You want to start your journey by this time next year. Yeah. Okay. That's a, a great goal to have. Yeah. Cool. Do you want to go outside more? Maybe that might be good. Idea. Oh yeah. I yeah. I was planning to do that. Anyway. Yeah. She spends her time in the room and it's like a cave. Listen, I'm chilling. Yeah. With the homies. Koi and Hoku. She has two guinea pigs and she names Koi and Hoku. Koi. Koi. Koi, like koi fish. Oh, because it looks like a koi fish. Yeah. Gotcha. And the other one's Hoku because I let my friend name. Lucky. <laughs> Thank you. I let my friend name that one. She. It's so are they your guinea pigs? No, they're Cassandra's. I'm just watching them for now. Oh. I want guinea pigs though. Yeah, you want another Finnegan? Yeah. I miss that motherfucker. He was amazing. I miss Finnegan. He was fat too. He was, was fat. A fat fucking guinea pig. Oh, to be a guinea pig. Yeah. Well, alright. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you next episode, huh? Yup.